This is the Voice in the Wilderness podcast channel. Today's topic is going to be your hubris will be your downfall, but first a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, Amen. All that I am, all that I have, all that I do shall be consecrated to the service, honor, and glory and exaltation of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the Sacred Heart of Jesus in the Heavenly Kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray, Immaculate Heart of Mary, please pray for us. Sacred Heart of Jesus, please pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen. The reason I'm doing this topic is because it was excessive hubris that led Satan and one-third of the angels in heaven being kicked out of there and being sentenced to hell. Now, I realized I used the 10-cent word. So here's the definition of hubris. Excessive pride or self-confidence. Now, make no mistake about it. Um, when, when, when I say hubris is going to be the downfall of those who do not humble themselves, this has been the case throughout history. Now, this particular episode is going to be aimed at two sets of people. The first set will be the set of accountists. And the second set is going to be aimed at the powers that be and their lackeys. And just as a matter of note, I am well aware that interested parties are listening in. And I welcome it. I do. Because you need to hear this. And I will be dealing with you later. But first, the set of accountants. I have pounded ad nauseum in my original podcast. And this new podcast. On the complacency. The hubris the self-satisfaction, the worldly attitudes of the set of Acontis community in particular. But tonight, I'm just going to concentrate, because like I said, I pounded this, you know, I pounded those topics ad nauseum. But tonight, I'm going to cover hubris, excessive pride, excessive self-confidence. There's a segment of set of accountants. Oh, one quick disclaimer. When I talk about set of accountants, community, I'm not talking about everybody within it. I'm talking about a certain segment. There's a certain segment within set of accountism that thinks... That 
they need to prepare for the great reset that they need to get their little communities together and that this this is going to give them some protection you know that because these communities are all filled with people striving to be true catholics that this will protect them somehow if you are one of these people laboring under this delusion for the love of all that is holy rethink it because you know i i um there's there's a lot of set of out there who in their hubris think that they know it all, that think that, you know, they've been taught it all, that they think that they're pious and holy and that they're going, you know, they may have to spend some time in purgatory and, uh, but they're getting to heaven if they die. If you were under that delusion, and it is a delusion, you need to rethink your strategy. Okay? First of all, you're forgetting the saying, I, I don't know if it's in the Old Testament or the New Testament, where it says, God exalts the humble and, and humiliates the prideful. Now, yes, I know, that's a paraphrase, get over it. So, if you're looking to your own, your own means and your own powers to prepare you for what's coming ahead, you're already starting off on the wrong first foot. First of all, because you're relying on your own knowledge of what you think you know is going to go down. And you're not turning to God in humble prayer with a contrite heart and asking him to enlighten you. Secondly, secondly, you are looking to your own abilities. You are overconfident in yourself. And for this particular delusion, I want to remind you of something. There is a reason I keep hammering divine providence. The, the whole, you know, Vatican II was divine providence. Set of Vacantism was divine providence. And so is the Great Reset. So this is, allow, this is being allowed to happen. So if you get your little community together, guess what? I don't care. I don't care if you have a set of contest community of 200 souls, 1,000 souls, 5,000 souls. If it is God's will that the forces of satanic masonry roll through your little community like a hot knife through butter, there's nothing you can do to save your life. 
you know. But once again, we go back to the pride and the hubris. Oh, I know better. This guy's an idiot. He don't know what he's talking about. I know better. Take that approach. You know. I hope it works out. I honestly do. Um... There's also the, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're relying on your own abilities. The humble man realizes his ability comes from Jesus Christ and is passed down through his blessed mother. So what you think of as your, 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 you know, puffed up a pride and ego. Oh, it's my abilities. No, they're not. They're gifts from God. And if you don't come to the realization real soon, you're going to regret your attitude. Now, before I go any further, because I just remembered something, I actually wanted to start out with this. This is not prophecy, what I'm, what I'm about ready to talk about here, for either the set of contests or the powers that be. This is not prophecy. This is stuff that anybody who is sincere in their wish to have a spiritual relationship with Jesus Christ and his blessed mother will, all, will already know. Once again, I go back to my original podcast. There was a reason I kept hammering home to you people the importance of a spiritual relationship with Jesus Christ and the Blessed Mother. Now, for the sake of dis uh, disclaimer, this is not prophecy. This is anyone who's even got a remotely serious spiritual life will tell you is true. Okay? So I'm not claiming any special revelation or revelation. I'm not claiming any special knowledge. I'm not claiming that the Blessed Mother or the Lord Jesus have come down and talked to me or any of the saints and angels. They haven't. This is stuff that, you know, part of it is divine providence. I saw a lot of this attitude long before I started getting serious about my religion and my relationship with Lord Jesus and the Blessed Mother. Long before I've seen this attitude. The arrogance and the pride. But here's the thing. The reason why I'm talking to Set of Contests in particular, you've been given a lifeboat. And you guys in your hubris are busy, busy drilling holes in the middle of the floor of that lifeboat with your, with your, bad, with your, with your prideful and um, overly self-confident attitudes. Okay? So... Everything I say here, you know, and, and by the way, because of my experiences in my life, I am 90% certain 
barring an actual grace from God, that if any set of accountists bothers to listen to this, they're going to blow it off and say, oh, the guy's an idiot. He's barely, he's barely um, uh, articulate. You know, he admits he's a high school graduate. You know, he, he, there's no way that this guy can know what he's talking about. I'm 90% certain. And I'm just, I'm just going to lay it out there. If you underestimate me as a person, I don't care. Because this isn't about me. But if you underestimate me and what I'm saying, you're underestimating Jesus Christ and the Blessed Mother, who, if you're said of a contest, you claim you love. Okay? So, as I never get tired of saying, I'll stand before any tribunal and defend everything I've ever said on my podcast. Everything. I, I, on all my social media. However, I'm not going to answer, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to give uh, any layman an explanation. Because I don't owe any layman any explanation. I owe the Lord Jesus, his blessed mother, and my, my bishop and my priest and explanations for what I do and what I say. So, um, like I said, you could disregard it. But when the wrath of God comes down, and by the way, this is just my theory. You take it for what it's worth. The Great Reset is going to be the wrath of God through on humanity in general. But the, perp, uh, the perpetrators of the Great Reset, the powers that be, are going to get their own wrath of God. But in their own hubris, they think that they're safe. I will be getting to them momentarily. I'm trying to reach you, said of a contest, because you've been given a lifeboat and you need to use it correctly. Okay? Um, if you're on a lifeboat in the middle of the ocean and you keep paddling in, in big circles, you're not going to get to land. And in this case, land is heaven. Now, for those of you who are thinking about building your little communities, here's what I got to say. And this is based not on anything, you know, supernatural. This is based on personal experience. If you guys do not have the proper spiritual attitudes, if you're not trying to get closer to God spiritually, when the wrath of God comes in the form of the Great Reset, 
you're going to turn on each other. And I want you to etch what I'm about ready to, what I just said and what I'm about ready to say in your brains. Because if it gets to that point, you're going to remember what I said and then you're going to, you're, you're not going to be happy. You are going to turn on each other. Now, I've already said this in, I believe it was my original podcast, the D's set of accountants who have little parishes that they go to. And they're all puffed up and full of themselves because they, you know, oh, we've got our little parish. I've got my priest. Yeah. Um, to anybody who's been paying attention over almost the past, are almost the past year, we're getting close to November, will tell you that I've been saying from the get-go, the Great Reset is going to make the Roman persecutions look like a warm bath on a Saturday night. And in the Roman persecutions, there were Catholics who betrayed other Catholics, either through coercion Threats or tortures. What, you think that you're special? That, that you're immune from that crap? Really? I'd, I'd say that's hubris. I'd say that's big time hubris. If you're thinking, ah, it'll never, it'll fall into one or two categories. Oh, it'll never happen to us. Or, oh, I'll never break. I'll never break. Let me tell you something. I'm a former U.S. Army soldier. They trained us when I was in the Army. We're talking back in the 80s, but they'd been teaching it before the 80s, since Korea, that if you get captured, eventually you're going to break. And the best thing that you can do is not give too much away or try to misdirect your interrogators. So, once again, this all boils back to excessive pride and excessive self-confidence in yourself. And the only way that you're going to lose this attitude is by turning yourself over completely and utterly to the Blessed Virgin Mary and her son. That's it. But you will turn on each other if you do not have the proper spiritual attitude. And quite frankly, if you did have the proper spiritual attitude, you wouldn't be trying to form communities amongst yourselves because your job as real Catholics is to be spreading the gospel and and giving a good example. Now, I know amongst a certain set set of accountants, well, not the big cities. Well, I I don't want to be presumptuous to say, um, you know, what a person should do or not do in that particular circumstance. Okay? But if you don't have the proper relationship with Jesus Christ and his blessed mother... How do you know that he ain't going to take people in the cities and make some set of a contest out of them? How do you know? You don't. 
Because you're blind. You're spiritually blind. And before I move on to the powers that be, I just want to remind you, said of Contis, God humbles the proud. And believe me, it's, it's a hard fall when God does it. And the second thing is, Jesus, Jesus Christ himself said in the gospel according to St. Matthew, those who try to save their lives will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will gain it. And if you're set of a contest and you don't even recognize the last two scriptural quotes I gave you, I got a good question for you. Why don't you? How are you going to be so proud and self-righteous if you don't even know the basic quotes of the New Testament? So, you know, you, you, you best learn, you, you best get in a relationship, a spiritual one, with Lord Jesus and His Blessed Mother, and you best learn divine providence and then, if you're one of these people under the delusion that you and your, your community are going to withstand the wrath of God, which is going to be the Masonic Mason, I'm sorry, the Satanic Masons, take this for what it's worth. Pray for humility. Pray for humility. You're going to need it. Otherwise... Oh, I'm I'm gonna say it's it's not gonna be pleasant. Now for the powers that be the following quote is from the book True Devotion to Mary by St. Louis de Montfort, which was written in the seventeen hundreds. Here's the quote. What Lucifer has lost by pride, Mary has gained by humility. What Eve has damned and lost by disobedience, Mary has saved by obedience. Even obeying the serpent had destroyed all her children together with herself and has delivered them all to him. Mary, in being perfectly faithful to God, has saved all her children in service together with herself and has consecrated them to his majesty." God has, uh, God has not only set enmity, but enmities not simply between Mary and the devil, but between the race of the Holy Virgin and the race of the devil. That is to say, God has set enmities and antipathies, secret hatreds between the true, true children and the servants of Mary and the children and slaves of the devil. I'm going to repeat this, children and slaves of the devil. They have no love for each other. They have no sympathy for each other. The children of Biel, which is a demon, the slaves of Satan, the friends of the world, for it is the same thing. So if you're just, you know, if you say that, well, you know, God and God and the devil, those are just abstractions. Well, guess what? You're you're Satan's slave, whether you realize it or not. Have always 
always up to this time persecuted to belong to our Blessed Lady and will in future persecute them. Remember, 1700s. His brother Abel and Esau, his brother Jacob, who are figures of the reprobate and the predestinate. But the humble Mary will always have the victory over the proud spirit and so great a victory that she will go so far as to crush his head. Talk about Satan here, where his pride dwells. She will always discover the malice of the serpent. She will always lay bare his eternal plots and dissipate his diabolical counsels. Even to the end of time will will guard her faithful servants from his cruel claw. But the power of Mary over all the devils will especially shine forth in the later times when Satan will lay snares against her heel. That is to say, her, her humble slaves and her poor children, whom she will raise up to make war against him. They shall be little and poor in the world's esteem, meaning they'll be despised and um, people will be contemptuous against them. And abased before all like the heel, humiliated, put down, held in contempt. As the heel is, is by the other members of the body, but in return for this they shall be rich in the grace of God, and shall be great and exalted before God in sanctity, superior to all creatures by their lively zeal, and so well sustained with God's assistance that with the humility of their heel in union with Mary, they shall crush the head of the devil and cause Jesus Christ to triumph. Now, as I said, I have no doubt that interested parties are monitoring my podcast. So I want to add a couple of more prophecies, but this time they come from Jesus Christ himself in the book of the gospel according to St. Matthew, I believe. It's either St. Matthew or St. Luke. What you whisper in, in secret will be shouted from the rooftops. What you do in the darkness shall be brought to the light. Now, since critical thinking skills are in short supply, I'll spell it out for you. For those of you who think that your connections are going to protect you, that the secret, the secret uh, malicious things that you do on the down low that, you know, nobody but you and, you know, your, uh, your fellow uh, travelers know about, it's all going to be brought to light. It's all going to be brought to light. And the, uh, the falsehoods, the falsehoods and the slander that you put out there in secret, that's going to come to light too. 
It's going to be brought to light too. And by the way, this, this, this just is for the powers that be. This is also for the people who um, either, um, you know, say that they're unaffiliated and everybody's affiliated, you know, even, even when you don't take a side, you're taking a side or, you know, um, they, they, they think that, you know, that they're in the clear because, you know, they're not within the inner circle. No, no, no. Everything malicious, hateful, and homicidal that you do, it's going to be brought to light eventually. And for those of you Let's just say you've done the most horrible atrocities and you've been doing it for a living. And let's just say, let's just say that um, you die and you, you, when you die, you think, oh, <laughs> I'm good to go. <laughs> they never brought it to light. Yeah, well, you still have to face God. You still have to face God. You know, it, it doesn't matter. It, I'm telling you guys, it doesn't matter if you it, believe in him or the devil or not. They exist. They're real. And it would be a heck of a thing to die in your sins and find out, oh, my goodness. Now I'm stuck in eternity for hell, in hell. And everything that I've ever done to other innocent people, innocent people, while I was on earth, is being done to me, but a million times worse, unimaginably worse. And, you know, as I told the set of the contest, it would behoove you guys to remember about God's divine providence. You think, you think whatever, you know, your organizations are untouchable and your pride and in your uh, excessive pride and your excess, excessive self-confidence. You think that you're getting away with literal murder, literal robbery, literal slander and character defamation, and nobody's going to touch you, you know, because you're in the group that you're in and nobody can touch you. I would just tell you, you're wrong. You're wrong. You will have to face God's wrath unless you repent. You're not going to win. Here's a little wake-up call for the powers that be. You lose, we win. I'll repeat this for emphasis. You lose, we win. And... 
Just like what I said about the set of contests, I understand that some of the puppet masters within the powers that be live in isolated compounds and isolated mountains and places with maybe, you know, uh, a thousand armed guards around their compound with all the electronics, surveillance systems, and all that. That ain't going to save you. It's not going to save you. Okay? It may not even save you from a... um. A human force. Now you could dismiss the old, the New Testament, well, mainly the Old Testament's out of hand. You may, you may, well, I'll put it this way. Your puppet masters well know that the pre-Vatican II Catholic Church was its, was its nemesis to its goals. That's why they infiltrated it and destroyed it. But if you read your Old Testament, and I don't I don't think any of you will come to the understanding or the realization it's going to take because you're so corrupt and spiritually blind that you're you know, all this is either going to be gibberish or you're going to write it off. God has taken the least likely people. And when he wants to make an especially big point to Satan and his, his slaves and his children, he'll use the least likely sources. And that's what I'm talking about, about excessive pride and self-confidence. But in addition to that, I would like to remember, remind the people, I'm sorry, the powers that be, Jesus says all through the gospel, and I'm paraphrasing here, I will come like a thief in the night. So, to those of you laboring under the delusion that there's going to be a massive sign when, when Jesus comes down and literally unleashes the, the, uh, the wrath of God on you guys. And when I say this, I'm not just talking about the powers that be. You guys who whether you know it or not, are Satan's little tools and his children, it's going to be on you too. You know, if you're living in comfort, if you're, if you're perfectly secure and everything, it'll come when you least expect it. Your downfall, the wrath of God being unleashed on your head will come when you least expect it. But I want to direct this, I want to direct this especially at the puppet masters who, who are feeling 
very overconfident, you know, very overconfident and um, very proud. Your downfall will come when you least expect it. And the shape that that downfall may take, nobody knows. As I said earlier at the beginning of my podcast, I'm not claiming to be a prophet because I'm not one. This is God's show. So whatever, whatever your downfall may take, it could either be through human beings or it could be spiritual. Okay? It says in the Old Testament, it is a it is a frightening thing to fall in the hands of an angry God. Let me tell you something. The angels are more than just messengers. They're also God's enforcers. So, you know, this is what I'm going to say to you guys. Talk about the powers that be. When you think you've grasped victory, when you are in full throat exaltation, when the wrath of God comes down upon you, your exaltation will turn to tr- choking cries of terror. Your mouth will feel like you have ashes in it. Your all your your courage and your overconfidence is going to leave you. And you're going to be weaker than a 70-year-old Alzheimer's patient. And you're going to be more terrified than you ever have been in your entire existence when the wrath of God comes. Just remember that. Like I said, it's not prophecy. Anybody who has a spiritual relationship with God knows this. But since I'm dealing with the powers that be, I know you serve you serve my Lord's enemy. So you won't listen. You'll close your ears and eyes, and you'll continue on in your excessive pride and overconfidence. Just remember, when you think, when you think your your plans are going to turn to fruition, the wrath of God is going to come down on upon you, your servants, and your slaves. One last thing before I close this out. Another thing. That you people, and when I say you people, I'm talking about the powers that be, need to remember is, if you read your Old Testament, as I said, the wrath of God can come either spiritually or it can come humanly. 
But if you think that there may be a uh, an army of true Catholics that are going to storm your gates, if you read the Old Testament, sometimes God sent a spirit of fear throughout the armies of the enemies of Israel. And those enemies, in their fear and confusion, killed each other in the most horrible ways. And those that were left ran in screaming terror for any safety that they thought that they could find. So... God doesn't need to send an army of true Catholics after you guys. His wrath may take the form of infecting your own people with terror and confusion. Nothing you do, I mean absolutely nothing you do, will save you. Nothing. When the wrath of God comes, you're done. It's coming. It doesn't matter. Like I said, I'm not a prophet. I'm not, you know, I don't know when it's going to, It's but it's coming. But I just wanted to put you on notice. I wanted to put you on notice. God has been watching you from the very beginning. His blessed mother has sent people to fight you spiritually. And before I close out, I'm going to um I'm going to add another Bible quote. To the elect of God, and by the way, I'm not claiming to be elect. But this is the quote. To the elected, elect children of God, no weapon formed against them will prosper. And um, that was from St. Paul. So, you're being put on notice. You're being watched. And when, when God decides the time is right, and you won't know when, and you won't know how, he's going to unleash his wrath upon your heads. Nothing is going to save you. I'm going to close out with a final prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, amen. St. John Capistrano, pray for us. St. Joan of Arc, pray for us. St. Therese of the Infant Jesus, pray for us. St. Michael the Archangel, pray for us. St. Raphael the Archangel, pray for us. St. Jean-Pierre de Cassade, pray for us. St. Louis de Montfort, pray for us. St. John Eudes, pray for us. St. Margaret Mary Alcalay, pray for us. St. Bernadette Subarus, pray for us. St. Catherine of Siena, pray for us. St. John of the Cross, pray for us. St. Teresa of Avila, pray for us. St. Ben 
Benedict of Nursia, pray for us. St. Bernard of Clairvaux, pray for us. St. George, pray for us. St. Longinus, pray for us. St. Mary Magdalene, pray for us. St. John the Baptist, pray for us. St. Matthew the Apostle, pray for us. St. John the Evangelist, pray for us. St. John the Baptist, pray for us. St. Alphonsus Liguri, pray for us. St. Rita of Tassica, pray for us. St. Barbara, pray for us. St. Eusebius, pray for us. St. Jerome, pray for us. St. Gamma Galgani, pray for us. Be our protectors and our leaders in the spiritual fight. We humbly beg and beseech you. In Jesus' name I pray. Immaculate Heart of Mary, please pray for us. Sacred Heart of Jesus, please pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. There's no intro and outro music for this particular episode. I don't want any distractions from this message. I hope and pray, I do, that I hope and pray that... um, to those with spiritual eyes and ears that they see and understand. Thank you for listening. God bless the set of contests. You uh, powers that be, go pound sand. Thank you. Bye-bye. This is a little postscript I meant to end, uh, say it in the uh, first part of the episode. For those of you um, powers that be that think you can stop what's coming, I'm going to disabuse you of that. You can you can shut down the internet. You can raid all the true Catholic churches and stuff. Nothing you say, nothing you do, will be able to stop you. I'm sorry, will not be able to stop your downfall. Okay? Nothing. You you can you can, you know, you could you could take over the internet, you can uh, burn books, you can arrest priests and religious and uh, lay people. It's not going to stop it. This is God we're talking about. He's more relentless than the Terminator. Just remember, you heard it here first.